2: Running up the number, that's a lot of crime Try to take it from me, must
1: be at your mind I need time, a sign Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime Packets running over
3: with the dollar sign you Try to take it from me yeah. Welcome to episode 352 of The John. Canjone This is a kind of impromptu draft day live Just trying to get the draft takes out there Just trying to let the community Get theirs off on draft day. Get their take, takes out there. So if you guys have a feeling about a certain prospect and you really want to hammer home the point that uh, we need to draft Bijan or we need to stay, stay stay, pat and draft Nolan Smith or trade up and go get your boy Jalen Carter or going to be uh, Mr. Let's Protect the Quarterback for the years to come. And draft a uh, I don't know, Lyman. It's not the sexy pick, but overall, uh, this is what today is about about getting takes off their chest. Uh, we we got a we got a rando right now. Uh, shout out to Louis, Louis DB Assey. Uh,
0: you know, What's how, up, you doing today, What's going on? how you feeling? You ready for the you Can't ready see. for draft day, dude? I'm always ready for draft day. I watched the movie this morning. I'm just listening to the Eagles pretty much be. Linked to everybody right now. So I have no idea what's going to happen tonight, man. I'm juiced up. Two picks, 10 and 30. But I'll guarantee you, they do not pick up both those spots. Like, if they have two picks, it's not going to be those two selections. They might move down out of one of those selections. Howie, at least one thing I can predict, he's going to be on the move for sure.
3: So is there a particular prospect? I think you, you've been BG on standing on the timeline?
0: No, so I actually haven't. And like, trust me, the fan in me, like, remove the analyst cap, the fan in me would be juiced up. I mean, all of us are liars if we say that we wouldn't get excited about Robinson being in this offense, right? I mean, watching highlights of that all offseason, thinking about the possibilities of what that unit can look like next year. But, no, I like, as an analyst and as, like, what's smart for this football team, like, removing that excitement, like, short-term factor, because he would be the most impactful player for next year's run. They got to take, to me, a player that – I know at least has a potential possibility to be a 10-plus-year player. And to me, they're just never going to sign a running back to two, three contracts. So as good as Robinson would be for like five years, I, I mean, they just didn't pay Miles Sanders, and he was great last year. So give me a lineman, give me a defensive back, something that well, at least with the 10th overall pick can be a long-term guy. At 30, okay, now I'm a little more open to it.
3: Are we Are we talking Paris Johnson, Jr.?
0: Yeah, I think he probably is the best option just because he can play right guard right away. He can be your right tackle of the future, potentially. I even think the Eagles could move up for him because I think Chicago would really like him at 9, so maybe you might have to get to 8 with Atlanta. And Atlanta might be a spot for B. John Robinson. They can say, hey, we'll get Robinson at 10. Philly moves up two spots to get Johnson. I'm just Skaronski makes me a little nervous. I think he can play right guard just as well right away, but his long-term future tackle I'm not, I'm not sure about. The length with his arms is a little concerning.
3: This guy, um, you know, first it was making fun of uh, uh, Kenny's hands. Now we're, we're, we're making fun of Skaronsky's arms. Skaronsky's got so T-Rex arms,
0: Gil. He's got T-Rex <laughs> arms. I don't know if I want my right tackle having those kind of arms.
3: Uh, yo, thanks for ju- jumping on. I know, uh, you know, you're a busy yeah, guy. You're running around the city. Last time I saw you. I got,
0: some, down time. At I got some time. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, yeah, yeah Gail, you know what's funny about that too is, like two years ago, the Senior Bowl, we were locked in looking at like fifth. Well, who's, who are the Eagles going to take in the fifth round? Like we were just all in on everybody down there. And this year, me and you were just very like just get to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like this is the other draft season's been fun, but man, that Super Bowl definitely did a number on all of us. I think for sure, and it, it did in Mobile too. We were so distracted.
3: Yeah, I was distracted, super distracted yeah, that man. week. Um, but uh, shout out to Evan. Uh, Mal, uh, Mal's uh, doing. Daddy duty and draft duty. His first draft ever. Hell yeah, let's go.
4: Draft, He's man. It's going to be a
0: fun night. Yes, sir. <laughs> let's see who baby's first draft pick's going to be.
4: Hey, Louie, where are you watching the draft at? So, uh,
0: so, uh we're going to be, actually, Gino and I are going to be live. Uh We just, we do a YouTube hangout, so throughout the first round through Lockdown Eagles, so if people ever want to come out and uh, yeah, just them... watch our live reactions. I'll be uh, let them know where I'll be in the home you. studio. What's okay. that? I said, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, so you can subscribe to the Lockdown Eagles YouTube page. I'm also going to stream it on our Twitter account, at Lockdown Birds. Uh, last year's raw reaction to the A.J. Brown trade was pretty priceless. So that's the only thing about the B. John Robinson pick. It wouldn't be the smartest move, but it would get a incredible reaction, whereas if they take a tackle, it's going to be, all right, yeah. This is the right call, but that's like the meat and potatoes pick. That's not really fun for content. So in, in, in that way as a podcast host too, Gail, I'm really rooting for some some chaos tonight for sure.
5: That's
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, all it's about the, the
1: headlines. <laughs>
0: like, give me the Giants, like give me the Giants trading up for a running back, right? I mean, like, go get Jameer Gibbs or they trade up for Bijan or, or Dallas does something like that. I need something, something to juice my veins today, because I, I don't know if Howie's gonna be the one to do that. I think he's gonna be smart and safe.
3: Well, do you think, uh, you know, after A.J. Brown uh, excitement last year and Jordan Davis, can Howie top top that?
0: I don't know, man. Last year, it had everything you wanted, right? He trades down with the Saints and collects a future first, so he prioritizes the long term. He trades up for a prospect in Jordan Davis. That's exciting. He trades for a star veteran. I mean, you had everything you wanted last year. But I will say, I mean, he's going to make it fun. Howie Roseman, since – being GM again in 2016 when he took back over for Chip, he's only stayed put one time, and it was a disaster. It was in 2020 when he stayed put for Jalen Rager. So I don't think it's going to be as exciting as last year, but I, I do think he'll be on the move at least with one of those two picks. So you're going to see Trader Howie show up tonight, which is which is always fun.
3: Mm, nice, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm just kind of like I woke up thinking draft. Um, and if you want to ask me what time I woke up thinking about draft. Anyone?
5: Uh, I I do. I I'm curious too as to what time you went to bed as well. I, mean, I went
3: I went to bed at three twenty five, and I woke up at five twenty seven.
5: So you didn't sleep. You took a nap.
3: No, I was. Yeah,
5: I think we've all things.
0: accepted though that yeah. this this week sleep is it'll come after the after <laughs> the draft things slow down we'll recoup then. This week is all about getting the draft going, man, and so these will come I, later
5: i was I was talking with Mal on the phone uh, earlier this week, and I kind of like have this feeling, and I'm not sure if you guys feel it as well, but is it me or does the weeks leading up to the draft almost seem more fun than the actual draft itself? Obviously, the draft oh, yeah. itself is exciting, but the the hope and the the, you know, what could happen? It, maybe the draft board falls exactly how I want it to fall. Um, I think that the, the weeks leading up to the draft always kind of feel a little bit
4: more exciting than the actual draft itself. Well, yeah, we, was talking oh, yeah. we were talking about optimism, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, you you get the perfect draft. You know, everything looks great. You can see how all these players insert into the offense and defense and, right. and back to the Super Bowl, right? And then, yeah. you know. The picks happen, you're like, what the heck was that? Dalen Rager was not all (laughs) All right. Well, we ride, we ride. (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure. It's the
0: ultimate what if season, and I love the speculation and laying out all the scenarios that could happen. What if he trades for this player? What if this guy falls? So yeah, I think the weeks leading up to the draft are always fun. But there is nothing like a draft pick and you're like, what? I mean, last year the Patriots take like Cole Strange and he's getting mocked by the Rams. And I just remember 2019 like Cleveland Farrell going fourth overall to the Raiders. And I'm thinking this guy's probably going he's a good first day one prospect, 20 through 32. And then he goes like what fourth overall. So there is that like that. Holy crap! Kind of the feeling though during the draft that is equally as fun.
5: Is there is there anyone out there because that like there's a comparison that I kind of feel. Um, I feel like this year's uh, if the Eagles were to take Luke Van Ness, I feel like that's Marcus Smith 2.0. Uh, What's your thoughts yeah. on? Is, do you have a guy like that where you're you just want the Eagles to avoid?
0: It actually is Lucas Van Ness. We're on the same page, man. And I don't know. Yeah, just every year. I'm not about the motor pass rusher. And I know the Eagles like those guys and Brandon Graham in a way was that player, but um, you know, last year, a couple years ago, I think it was Quiddy Pie from Michigan, um, mm-hmm. Chase Winovich, the one year, basically any player pass rusher that motor, obviously is a very important thing. But if I ask you something about a prospect and the first thing you say is he tries really hard. I'm going to be like, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <to watch>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should, you're damn right. They should be trying. But what aren't you telling me about his physical talent if that's what you start with? Like, motor obviously is a massive thing, and it definitely helps a player. There are some lazy players that are very talented that didn't work out. But if that's your first thing you lead with, then I'm nervous. Like, A.J. Epinezo was a guy like that, too. The Bills second-round pick from a few years ago. So, then Ness Iowa is kind of like that for me. Yeah,
4: another Iowa guy. They like those scrappy, hard
0: workers, man, in the that's Big Ten.
4: About Loftus last year, right? But like, he was a try-hard dude. More or so Loftus is another one. Yeah, but I was like, I don't know if he's somebody. And now he proved me wrong. And so that sort of has me watching Van Ness a little bit differently because yeah. I saw Carl Loftus as a try-hard guy. He went to a team that, like, used him relatively well in KC, right? And so for me, it also, like, everything about the draft, we never really talk about. And Gail actually mentioned in a conversation a while back, is the fit piece, right? That, like, a draft pick can be amazing, but a guy goes to the wrong team and he fizzles in the NFL, right? How many times have we seen you sure. get drafted? Mm-hmm two first right. leagues, you know, not very good, get traded, get cut, go somewhere else, and it's the perfect match, right? Like the Patriots mastered that plan, right? They get these cast-off guys, get them in their system and coach them well. And so, you know, the draft is great, but I also love the fit piece, right? Like when you see guys go to teams and are going to use them well and then just see them take off in the NFL, I absolutely love it. And that's what I'm hoping happens this weekend, right, <laughs> for this, this year because we absolutely need to nail this draft, man. Absolutely. No, and I will
0: say, um, that's one thing. This past year did make me because I'm a traits guy, right? I love the potential. It's why I love Anthony Richardson, right? Just go big or go home. That's the kind of player I want. And yeah, if, if you strike out oh, then, yeah. then then that's gonna then that's gonna happen. But to me, I am a little more in on the the hard working mentality, like when you're wired different mentally to the mental side of it, something that I think I overlook at times. But two guys, especially last year, made me change that approach. One is Jalen Hurts, not to say that he's not super talented, but the guy is an elite worker, he is an elite IQ and just like a Kobe Bryant type of mentality that is very rare nowadays. And then, like, even TJ Edwards last year on defense, this was a guy I thought was gonna be a very good one and two down run stopping linebacker for the rest of his career, but I never thought he could be a three down guy that could improve in coverage. And then last year he took huge steps because of his work ethic and because of smart in his head, because he didn't get faster. He didn't get bigger. He didn't, right. you know what I mean? He didn't get more lengthy. So I will right. say that is one thing that I, I do have more of an appreciation for this year, but when we're yeah. talking 10th overall though. that That is a different story. These guys gotta be uber talented. So then that's, yeah, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little nervous about that one.
4: I, I really it's don't want to develop develop piece, right? Like Nolan Smith for me fits into that category. Where those guys yeah. are like hard guys, and then you mentioned the traits, like he's also an anomaly in everything else that he does. Undersized, but for me, I feel like he's smart enough that he'll figure it out, and he works hard enough that he'll get to a right. point where his technique just wins. Oh man, like in the end just of the keep day, keep building that
0: Jordan man. defense, man. You know, yeah. you got <laughs> Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis. That 2021 defense is one of the best of all time in college history. Just keep building. It. I'm cool with that.
1: Right.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. I just want to thank you for coming on, man, and uh, giving us your yeah, time. I know, I know you're on your way to work. I know you're a busy dude. Yes, uh, but uh, yeah, let's go, let's go, birds. Oh, to hell yeah. You, you guys really are
0: fam. Fourth and John, man. Can't wait for tonight. Hopefully, they give us some. Uh, some stuff to root for. No matter what, though, guys, we got this. Our roster is set up beautifully. Next year and long term, we got our quarterback, which makes a lot of this tonight a lot more relaxing, regardless of what they do.
3: Well, you heard Louie You heard Louis right here. Make sure you go follow him uh, at Locked On Birds, uh, and uh, let's let's do the damn thing tonight, man. We'll I
0: right, man, appreciate it, brother.
3: Appreciate yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, you know, we're we're bringing people in and out, man. You got you got your takes. We love to hear them. Uh, it's really about the people today. Uh, a dude that I love uh, to hang with, party with, talk ball with, uh, chop it up over some beers, over some brews, in good times. Uh, Tom Steaks in the Thank building, well, always, well, always bringing the juice on the timeline, always keeping it spicy, always, uh, you know, fighting off cowboy fans and also educating people. Yes. So how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm- are you wide awake To though?
6: hear You know, watching the segment before you just had with Louie and it's good to hear he's on board with Jalen hurts. Cause he wasn't always like that. And I know he clashed heads about it a little bit and uh, you know, I'm glad to see he's changed his tune a little bit on that because <laughs> a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were into the, uh, the tangible uh, elements of uh, certain guys. And, and Jalen is a guy that, um, you know, changed a lot of minds because of his work ethic and, all the things he was saying, you know, he's got that mentality. So just as much as it is about, you know, the combine and about, you know, who throws the farthest or who hits the hardest or who runs the fastest or whatever, it's about, you know, the, the things you, that these teams see behind the scenes when they interview these guys and they, um, you know, that they, they have, you know, a lot of insight that, that we don't get. And, and when, when you think about, a draft board for a certain team we're, we're just thinking about what the hot names are and, and what we've seen on youtube and what we've heard from experts but you don't really know what these guys say behind the scenes that really sell these teams on players and, and then you know just recently they released um jalen hurts uh you know his interview behind the scenes where he told the eagles and everyone's like okay i see why they liked him now because of that pitch and you heard some quotes from B. John Robinson, for example, about what his pitch was to Howie Roseman. And people are like, okay, like I could see, you know, he's not just a running back. He's a guy that's going to make a difference in different phases of the game that you're not even thinking about and his mentality. So it's, it's always, you know, great to see that, you know, everybody's paying attention to the talent, but it's also, you know, something to keep in mind, uh, you know, the behind the scenes, the, the mental intangibles that guys have and, that can change everything really. And you don't know who falls in love with who, when you really sit down with these prospects. So that's why the draft is so unpredictable and we're in for some fireworks tonight.
3: So is there any draft prospect in particular that you favor right now that are you, you're standing for that you you're standing on the table for at this moment?
6: John Robinson. Uh, I, I really, I know they're not, um, you know, the type of team that drafts running backs, you know, high, but, um, I think a lot of people have come around to it because it's impact instant impact. And, you know, having that 10th overall pick is it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a luxury in itself, you know, no matter who you draft in that spot, um, you're going to, you're going to get a guy that is a luxury, you know, the top 10, a top 10 pick is not, um, you know, it's not going to be a guy that that is necessarily a starter at some other positions. And if you do pick a starter, it's a third wide receiver or a running back. So that luxury is just you swing for the fences and you really hope that, um, you know, that that puts you over the hump or or takes your offense to the next level or whatever the case is. And, you know, I'm not against the pass rusher. I'm not against the defensive lineman, but um, I'm definitely leaning toward getting uh, that running back to, to really fill, fill this offense out.
5: Mm. Yeah. And, and when we talk about I kn- I know that um a lot of people they always it's it's the same cliche every year with the oh well it's not a sexy pick uh, to take an offensive lineman but it's the necessary pick. Do you put any credence to the fact that Je- since Jeff Stoutland is here, since he is in my opinion the greatest positional coach the Eagles have ever had, yeah. um do you see any value in be- in being able to say um, you know, at the 10th pick, we don't need to really worry about offensive line because we have a coach in Jeff Stoutland. We can get a guy day two and Jeff Stoutland can get them up to speed. Do you believe in that kind of philosophy?
6: Absolutely. Uh, I've said this on several streams leading up to the draft. I've said it to my friends, to whoever wants to listen um, on Twitter. Howie Roseman talked about on the New Heights podcast with Jason Kelsey about the competitive advantage. And he, he talked about Um, when the Seattle Seahawks built their legion of boom and they took a lot of cornerbacks that that people weren't really like that into because of their physical ability Richard Sherman was a fifth round pick he's not a guy that was a good change of direction guy he was tall long a little bit slower than what cornerbacks looked like back then uh you know and this was just a you know eight years ago whatever right um and and he, he he looked at you know, these positions and, and they were getting them at, in, in the late round. So it's kind of like the stock market. You lose your competitive advantage when you start, you know, he, he mentioned that those coaches from Seattle continued to get head coaching jobs, Gus Bradley, Dan Quinn, and that those corners, that mold of corner started going in the first round. So if you buy that player in the first round and the guy becomes elite, you're breaking even. But if you buy that player in the fifth round and he becomes elite, you're cashing in. Yeah. So that's what the competitive advantage the Eagles have is that they can pick guys on day two and day three of the draft on the offensive line. And Jeff Stoutland turns those guys into these top tier prospects. And to be honest, you don't need to draft the 10th overall prospect to sit on the bench and learn. Those guys are ready to come in and play right away. So that's a luxury to have a 10th overall prospect be a backup. So if you're, you're drafting a second day guy or a third day guy and you sit them for a year or two years, they could really use that experience on the bench, learn from the great, pieces in front of them such as lane johnson jason kelsey uh you know now even jordan mailata and landon dickerson um they they have that experience and when they're watching those guys work every day it, it it starts to come along for them a little bit more and then obviously having jeff stoutland and you're now developing these offensive linemen from day two and day three into top tier prospects and when they're ready to play they're they're ready to play so right um you know yeah i totally agree with that i don't think you I don't think you draft – look, if we needed a starter, if Lane Johnson shocked us yeah, all – Yeah, if
5: he had retired, yeah.
6: there's a hole there, then maybe you get the top-tier guy. But to develop a guy that, that you know, we don't need right away – That's going get... to go
5: between two Hall of Famers, by the way. Right.
6: right. Yeah. That's sort another of thing is that everyone's talking about Cam Jurgens and he hasn't played guard. But going from center to guard is a lot easier than going from guard to center. Yeah, I mean, there's less responsibility, and you're playing in between Jason Kelsey and uh, and and Lane Johnson. So to me, to to fill that right guard spot, you lost say Amalo who wasn't a, he was probably your worst lineman. Now he was solid in there, but he was you don't you don't have to go replace that with a top ten pick to get back to being the best O line in football. You can stick, you know, you can have a competition. I'd love a competition. You draft a guy late. You have Cam Jurgens as the front runner, and then you have Jack Driscoll in there as well, competing for you know reps, competing for that backup spot, and that's how you run your camp competition. And Cam Jurgens should play; he was a second round pick. They've cross trained him. They've they had to know when they picked him that that Kelsey there was a chance. There's was a
5: possibility, there right?
6: Up, right. So they they had they had to have had to have had that in their back pocket. And do I you think, think
5: there's any bitterness in uh, in Cam Jurgens like in, in his private life where he's sitting there know. like I just wish <laughs> this motherfucker Yeah. <laughs>
6: That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if they have that plan with him that they're like, look, you're going to get a shot to play right guard, then probably not. Um, but, you know, we did the same thing with Landon and, and uh, he, he was supposed to be Kelsey's replacement. There was a potential behind right. him being Kelsey's replacement. And he stayed at left guard. And that's another thing I don't like about this. Pick a, pick a guard that can eventually take Lane's place at tackle. What happens if he becomes an elite right guard? then you're like, I don't want to move him. And then if Lane gets hurt, you don't want to shift that guy around and plug new pieces in. So it shuffles everything. You just have to stay – you know, continuity is the biggest thing on an offensive line, more so than anything. So, you know, shuffling it around and messing with it. And if this guy gets hurt and that guy – and that, like, you don't make a 10th overall pick like that. That's more for, you know, later in the draft. Even UDFA pickups uh, that I – Howie talked about that too in that interview that or in some interview maybe it was that one maybe it wasn't um but something about the draft where he said he really trusts his scouts with udfa pickups and that provides depth and a lot of those guys actually do end up making the team you think about josh job and reed blank and shit from last year who made the, the 53 and they were on the on the roster during the playoffs and um so you you have a lot of chances to fill in depth and and those long shot guys that probably don't need to play right away and i don't think 10th overall is where you pick a guy like that now would i be slamming my fist against anything. If we picked a top 10 prospect and started him at guard, I wouldn't be pissed off or anything. You know, I'd, I'd be a little bit underwhelmed, but I'd know that he's going to be a good player. Um, but I do want, I do want an instant impact guy, a guy that you can get a little irresponsible with this pick. That's why
5: and I know, I know I'm a little bit biased in it, in being an Eagles fan, but and, and I completely agree with what you said. Uh, and I'm just sitting there imagining if we took an offensive lineman tonight at ten, and I just know my instant reaction is going to be, well, I guess Jeff Stoutland was really pulling for a guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like if he really had a guy he wanted, and he convinced. Him. Like, if, he pull,
3: if you know, because we know Stoutland was there at the combine, he was eyeing up all the linemen. He's got his notes. He knows, like like after finding mulata holding his hand through the whole IMG props uh, process where he's at IMG Academy down in Florida. He knows what a good lineman looks like or yeah. a potential great lineman or uh, how he was mentioning that, you know, Stoutman was like, look. And he was talking about – Stoutland was telling him, hey, you got a second to look at these prospects real quick. I can fix this.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I can right. fix this. And, you know, the people that need fixing, mid-round prospects – maybe a second rounder, but I I feel like uh, they have a guy in mind.
1: Right.
6: Right. And I, I think that you look at some of the guys that aren't necessarily physically touted, if you will, um, under an undersized guard or, you know, a tackle that might be, have a little bit short arms. Or and Stoughton's like, look, I can fix the technique up. And that physical, that physical element, his game that isn't there, is okay with me because he's got other things that I can work with and, and bring out. And that's what they talked about with Jason Kelsey is he was an undersized center. No one wanted offensive linemen that played in space. They wanted the big bulky guys that could run block and, and, and mole on the inside. And now it's all about that playing in space, athletic move. So you never really know what the next cutting edge kind of framework for what any of these players is going to look like. So really um, trusting your position coaches and and, and all that Staying is, ahead
5: is of the curve. Mm. yeah mm.
1: So
6: I, I think that um and then and then having two first round picks also I mean if we had just one pick then I'm like a little bit more uh, maybe we should do this that but you know 30th pick is a pretty valuable pick as well so you, you know you can always grab a guy if you really want a guy there you grab a guy there
3: I know you're B. Stanish um but how, how are you on uh Jameer Gibbs
6: I like him too a lot and you know what if we pick we picking uh, an edge rusher or a D tackle or anything at 10, uh, then you know, my my then I'm then then I think immediately, well, Bijan's probably gonna be gone and I'm automatically on to Gibbs. Like I just want a running back. I don't know if you guys remember in 2017, I wanted Dalvin Cook so bad. Yeah, same. And, and same. looking back, that would have been a better pick than both the top picks that we made, if we're being honest. Derek Barnett, Sidney Jones, you know, we we And there was rumors that they wanted Christian McCaffrey and he went a couple picks earlier than, than we had. So I think they, they, there's, if there's an opportunity, they're going to jump on it, but we'll see how badly they want it. And what I said on Twitter today is the only thing that really make me upset is if John goes eighth to the Falcons or something. And then all these reports after the draft come out, Oh, Eagles were going to pick him. They loved him. They, they, he was going to be the guy. I will be sick to my stomach if that happens, but if they pass on him, then I'm like, okay, they didn't really want him that bad. But, Do
5: you yeah. value Bijan enough to trade up above Atlanta?
6: Me personally, I <laughs> want him so bad. Oh,
1: come on,
3: come <laughs> on now.
4: I might, but uh, but what
3: I would let's let's what about? I mean, you know, we we haven't really even mentioned Carter, like, I mean, how important. I think we have to like really be serious with ourselves. Brandon Graham's gone, mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox is gone next year. That's mm-hmm. those are two mm-hmm. integral pieces to this front right so yep. the only way you you know get better is drafting process we got brought in jordan davis
6: mm-hmm. you know left so
3: our graves out all um yep. you start you start that georgia bulldog uh reunion special mm-hmm. starting the night i mean would you guys how far how far would you move up for uh jalen Carter?
6: If he gets past the Seahawks at five, then you you gotta start calling Detroit if they don't want him. Um, I think that's the most responsible pick. I think that's an immediate impact guy. That's B. John Robinson is a desire versus Jalen Carter is like the guy that's like, okay, if we get him, that's like that's really the the, the best pick you can make. Mm-hmm. Um it just it, it trenches. I mean, and even Nolan Smith, the other Georgia Bulldog, the edge rusher, um, that's you know, one they're one A and one B in terms of smart. They'll get in there immediately and make an impact and for the future. So Bijan is the selfish desire, but those guys are more so the picks that I think they will make. And I'll be happy with either one, but especially Carter. I mean, I've wanted Carter. I've been talking about him. I don't really watch tons of college football. I just pay attention for the prospects and I've, you know, I caught wind to him during the season and, With that saints pick i'm watching them lose games and i'm seeing this guy pick the running back or the quarterback up on his shoulder the one game and i'm like yeah we need that guy so um you know knowing javon hargrave was a big piece of the team he had what 11 sacks uh left the team for a big time contract uh we didn't end up getting that jeff simmons guy because he was way too much money and the titans just ended up paying him you need to replace that with um with a young strong defensive lineman and i think carter fits that mold for sure Mm.
5: And when and when, I, mean, I just sit here and think about because like obviously we're sitting here kind of frothing at the mouth thinking about what Bichon can do to this offense, but I think that Jalen Carter is a very similar type of player on the defensive side of the ball. When you just look at how a you know a, another Georgia boy that that's joining uh, you know what's gonna what would be three starting Georgia um, you know defensive players in in this next year's defense, um, but when you just look at like since Jordan Davis just demands that double team because of his, his size and strength. And then you put a guy like Jalen Carter next to him, uh, who's probably going to demand the same sort of respect. I mean, that's just mismatch central. And, and you look at a, uh, a team that almost broke the NFL record in sacks last year. Um, If you pair those two guys together, man, (laughs) we can make another run at it. Yeah.
6: Yeah, it's, it's right back to what we had last year with uh, with Javon and Jalen Carter just coming in. It's like a younger version of him. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, you're not putting him in there like, man, if we don't get 15 sacks from this guy, we're, we're screwed. Like we have so many pieces around and we have Reddit sweat. Obviously, you have your veterans. You even have a guy in Milton Williams who's going to be counted on to play a huge role this year in his third season, getting mm. his snaps increased every year. Um, Cantavia street was signed to be another guy in that rotation. So they didn't waste any time. They didn't wait until mid season where injuries start happening to have to sign Domicon Sue and Ball Joseph, which were great pickups mid season, but they started that early this year because they knew, look, we need rest for Fletcher Cox. We need rest for Brandon Graham. We need these guys to all play in a rotation and that's what they're going to continue to build. So whether or not they pick Jalen Carter, I still see them taking a D tackle in this draft, but Jalen Carter is the, Prize possession at D tackle and yeah. especially like you said teaming him up with the Georgia Georgia Bulldog uh, starters and captains over there on our defense man that that'd be something special
5: and yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting I, I saw a uh, interview with Jalen Carter and he was talking about um, he was talking about the possibility of joining up with the Eagles and his for the first thing he said was talking about he's like oh you know being able to play with Nakobe again I, I just kind of that that caught me by surprise because you think about how like last year played out Obviously, we had um, you know veterans uh, filling in at, at linebacker, but and Nakobe didn't play much. But um, yeah, Nakobe seems to have this aura around him uh, in both like a leadership role, and uh, I'm excited to see what Nakobe's gonna bring to the table this year as well.
3: No, yeah. gonna gonna be he's gonna be a beast. I think he, he's gonna be unleashed. Um, but I, I want to get Mount Mal,
4: Mal. What's your take on um, what are what are you giving to move up for Carter? I was just looking on a timeline right now. Brendan D retweeted something from Pauline that said the Eagles were trying to move up into the top five. But folks were talking like 10 and 30 to get up to the to the third pick. Fuck so that, most, bro. Most it was for Anderson Jr. Oh, right. yeah. like like, I, I,
3: I actually did the math on that. That's on a lot. I think
4: yeah. the math is probably off, too. Um, In the end of the day, I mean, to be quite frank, I think this is an opportunity to move backwards, not forward, right? The like I don't know that Jalen Carter, you mentioned already, makes it past Seattle. Um, and I don't see how Detroit says no to Jalen Carter. Him in their front would just be phenomenal. So I think it's gonna be hard to convince a team to not take arguably the best player in the draft, right? So it will have to be a team that's thinking quarterback that maybe thinks they can move back and get Levis or Richardson, something along those lines. The Texans might be the only spot, right, where well, that makes sense. And that's two, and that's going to be ridiculous to move up to. So, again, for me, I'm thinking more move back, stockpile of picks, especially in from third to fourth round. There's so many talented dudes that could come in here. I talked about Stoutland and coaching prospects up. Like that area is going to be ripe right with potential, like talent that moves well um our grinders, but maybe haven't shown it all in college just yet. So um that's where you again you we've been talking about it. You trust your scouts, you trust your coaches, I um, mean you get the right guys in here. I don't know how again you convince somebody to say no to Jalen Carter. Uh so maybe Tyree and, and I don't think you move up for Tyree. So yeah, I, I don't know. Um I'm just excited to see what happens, man. Like I'm geeked up bro you hey. know this this is such a question mark draft that like I'm just excited to see what happens.
3: I got a, I got a, I got my calculator out. I got the draft um, trade chart out. Now uh, the Eagles' tenth pick is worth thirteen hundred points. Right, the thirtieth okay. pick is worth six hundred and twenty points. Uh, quick, due to quick mass, uh, that is nineteen. That's uh, a nineteen hundred twenty, or a okay. thousand nine hundred twenty. Uh, That would bring us – Arizona is actually at 2,200. That's how much the third pick is worth. The fourth pick is worth 1,800 points. Seattle is worth 1,700 points. Detroit is worth 1,600. Um, So, I mean, mean, the 62nd pick overall um, is worth 284 points is our next pick that you could possibly – uh, throw in the mix.
5: Uh, Listen, I, I think that Howie is a guy that obviously uh, does a lot of trades, makes a lot of motion on uh, throughout the draft. But if we're talking about, like, first of all, we're going into this draft right now with uh, two firsts, a second, a third, and two sevenths. And then if we were to trade away two of those firsts, for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we are limiting ourselves on these draft picks if we were to Absolutely. do something like that. And I, I'm sitting here from the belief of I think that Jalen Carter still, after all of the, you know, talk that's that's come out about him, I Go still on. think that he is the second non quarterback <laughs> off the board. Um <laughs> so, and so you are gonna have to you have to pay a, a shit ton, like how you just described with that graph. Yep. Um I d I don't think it's worth it personally to move up that far when we have the draft assets that we have. And I'll be
4: um, honest, though, my ideal hope right now is that Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, slides to 10. One of these quarterback expert teams try to jump up for them and give up more than you probably would for the 10th pick, right? Because I feel like that would be the ideal situation, you know, the Hollywood's point, how Howie wants more picks, right? Like his philosophy is the more the merrier because you just have more opportunities to hit. So right. your, to your logic, why would you then significantly limit your opportunities to hit? And say you do move up and take Jalen Carter, he blows his knee out, God forbid. Yeah. But like now you just crapped out at the whole draft basically, right? And so I think it's tough to really go into it with that sort of logic. Like I said, I for all the chatter around the quarterbacks, I'm hoping one of them slides to 10. One of these teams are like, yo, I got to go and get him. Yeah. Um, I was like, yo, turn your pockets inside out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: we a quick question here. Um, um, Drew Johnson says, I mean, just thinking about Oh, line, not the sex pick says Ev earlier on in the show. He says, How long do you think uh Lane is going to play? Cause this really factors so, into a type of move. Like you, you'd have to believe that Lane and Howie have had this conversation of like when you know, when is your out what you, you know, you know, 'cause they Lane is the it's the annual holiday when we restructure Lane's contract. So I think they're very close. Um just like Kelsey is close with Howie, so when when do you think?
5: I think you just I think you just mentioned it. I th- I I get this feeling that him and Kelsey ride off into the sunset together. I mean, they've played their whole careers together. Um, that, they've, well, they've would, accomplished be- a lot together? Would that be this year? Loss for us? Would, the, huh?
3: would that be this year?
5: I mean, yeah. I wish they would have told us if it was going to be this year prior to the, the to, to today. But uh, I think we're definitely good for this year.
3: Well, this is where I, I'm trying to sway you, like in the idea of like if this is something then something. the parish johnson yeah. jr could be a thing i mean yeah. you
4: got to think about it right like the ankle right you know lane has been dealing with that same injury for how many years that's,
5: that's how, another holiday I, annual I, I, holiday I, I, during like, lane's so, ankle day the sis like,
4: day the sis at, at yeah. some point you know you just got to be honest these dudes are getting older they have a cop i mean these are two home <laughs> there really isn't much else that they have to do to prove themselves, and so at this point, it's just the love of the game, and you know how like that's a that's a quick fall off, bro. One day you're sitting there looking at your family and like, yeah, I'm done, bro. <laughs> um, and so I think that like both of them are probably close to that cusp. They've created opportunities for themselves outside of football. Like they've already created that landing spot. So uh I'm with Gail draft for the future like identify some people this year especially on that offensive line there are so many prospects going into even day three that could come in here get coached up by Stoutland and produce um but stock up bro yeah
6: yeah Yeah, i think that uh i was i was gonna say i think lane plays for another one or two years um and and kelsey maybe just one year who knows but it's a good good point um that they're gonna ride off together and uh you know but but there, that still to me, it's like drafting a guy tenth overall is is pretty rich. You know, it's still rich where you can. They did it with Cam Jurgens last year, and you know, you already see the signs on the wall a little bit with that. The writing on the wall, and um, so I, I, yeah, I think they're going to. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna look to get guys, but I don't know if it's gonna be that early. I just, I'm just not of that belief. But if if so, then maybe look out for Lane to retire after this season because that's gonna be that's
5: gonna Jeez. be. Do you think it's a possibility? I mean, obviously, anything's a possibility with Howie. But um, if we're sitting there at 10, how far back would you slide if another team is offering a first next year? And you can kind of think about going into next year's draft with two firsts. And if we're losing Lane and Kelsey next offseason, that's where that valuable offensive line pick could come. Right.
6: And and you know what else I think? Um, You know, a good point about, you know, what you guys were saying about quarterbacks dropping to 10. Also, I'm thinking about this. Seattle and Detroit are two pretty good teams. Seattle was a playoff team and Detroit was on the cusp and their division just got weaker with the departure of Rogers and the Vikings or who knows about them every year. Um, They have two first round picks. Their first picks are five and six. They also have two quarterbacks that are older, that are veteran stopgap guys that, yes, they have contracts for them, but what if they don't ever pick there again, you know, so as much as I could see quarterbacks dropping the ten, I could see a wow what the heck is that where Anthony Richardson ends up as Pete Carroll's future or
1: yeah.
6: Imagine yeah. that. I mean, to oh, me, yeah. I love Anthony Richardson what you guys were saying earlier and I'll tell you what, for him, I'd love it because that's a great organization, he's going to get coached up well. He's going to have a great opportunity. He's got DK Metcalf, they've got a defense brewing again. But from as an Eagles fan, I'm like, man, that would be a team In the future, with him at quarterback, and and yeah, they would they would have something. uh,
4: Kenny Walker, KW three,
6: yeah, exactly. They
1: got
6: got talent on that team, and and I'm just thinking like they have other picks later in that, like just like us, they have two draft picks as well in the first round. So why not take the swing on the quarterback now while you can? Then you still add another talented player later. So as much as I think it would high value if if quarterbacks drop to us it could also drop some talent to us if those teams think like, well, what if we just grab this quarterback who's like, you know, got this elite physical traits uh, ability to come in in a year or two and be our future, because we're not going to get this opportunity again. We plan on being a playoff team. Right. We'll have this opportunity again. So there, that's why I think this draft is so unique and going to be so unpredictable potentially because of the teams that are good and have two draft picks in the first round because of all that craziness with the quarterback trading with Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford um, in the last two years, giving those teams that ammo to have those two picks. So there's a lot of different things that can happen. And um, you know, with with the Eagles, when their pick comes up, it could either be there's talent on the board because quarterbacks stink or quarterbacks got taken, or like you guys said, those quarterbacks slide and then someone's willing to give us the haul. Um, I'm thinking about Tampa Bay at 19. I mean, that's a big slide back for us. But you you think about a team that has just grasping at straws with Baker Mayfield, Um, you know, they they would definitely come up and grab – you know, imagine Anthony Richardson falls to 10 and they come up and they give us, you know, next year's first, like you said. And then at 19, there's still potentially going to be some good talent there. I mean, I don't know, maybe Bijan slides back down down to nine. Who knows? Maybe Jameer Gibbs, maybe we reach a little bit. Maybe (laughs) J.S. from Ohio State. So –
4: even, yeah. the Think about a team like the Texans, right? Who picked 12th. They still have additional picks next year as well because of the, the Sean Watson right, trade. Right. And so, like, they've already been saying, I'm not taking a quarterback at two. Right. So they're out. But at 12, right? They can move up to 10. They have additional picks to give us. And that could be a great spot. You move back to, um, and say you move back two and you land somebody like Nolan Smith or Bijan Falls for whatever reason. Because really, in this draft, all we need is all four quarterbacks to go. One of these or two of these offensive linemen to go early, and Devon Witherspoon or Gonzo to go before we think they will, and we're sitting with Anderson, Tyree, Nolan, right, Bijan, like all of these guys that could potentially slide. So I see an outcome where the Eagles are in like whole position to do whatever they want at ten, um, and that excites the hell out of me, man. Because when they lost to the fucking Saints, I was like, this just ruined everything, bro. Like this was this was so easy um and so you know at 10 i thought we'd be boxed out of some of these really talented players but we keep saying unpredictability we know nothing really right (laughs) like we don't really know anything so uh i think that we have a chance to really make this a a fun night man for sure
1: yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. I
3: i feel like uh i've come to terms with a reality selection i have my carter is my be all to end all right um but I feel like, as much as I love the Bijan hype and the Bijan, just I, I would love to do like that. I'd love to have him, even if it's for five years. I I feel like we're in a phase where it's like, you know, fuck it. Like if you're gonna make a move in the Super Bowl window with a team that is very high powered already, adding some juice like that into the mix, I'm a, I'm a dude that waits to the day two maybe day three to get a running back but i can make a case for Bijan, just like i did make a case for davin cook in previous and years
4: he's probably the most natural runner right like the case for Bijan is not super difficult he's the most natural running back in the draft and so if you're saying yo we want a, a horse for five years boom there you go right he doesn't have the question marks around size like jameer is um, and A-Chain a- a or Speed, like Charbonnet or some of these other guys, like he's the most complete running back prospect. How much do you value that? And to your point, five years, right, that like having him for five years will supercharge this offense. Um I just think Gibbs could supercharge it too, right? So I'm not all the way in on B-John the way some other folks are.
3: It's a wild draft because it, it, in in terms of like the blue chippers, like, you know, a lot, a lot of the analysts will say there's like maybe 20, first round grades they have or like you know 15 first round grades on on players so when you start thinking about you know moving back and, and gaining value um I know there's a, a wide array of different ways they can go. Um a lot of D de- tackles in the second round, the Mozzie Smith, the Dexter from Florida
1: oh.
3: um Benton from uh
6: Elijah Elijah just, yeah
3: Elijah. Uh, yeah I mean there's there's multiple options you can go on the trenches
6: yeah you know, I agree imagine. I agree with that as well I mean the back to the Bijan thing um and and the length of time he would be good for us I mean I think we're moving away and seeing such a change in the NFL where like you don't have 10 years anymore people are like pick a guy that's gonna play for you for 10 years we might who knows what the team's gonna look like even in two years so getting a guy right now where we can strike while the iron's hot, where this conference is not in the best shape that we've seen. We have the best quarterback in the conference, in my opinion, if -hmm. if not the top three, right? We have one of the best rosters, if not the best roster. So it's like adding a guy that is like, okay, well, you know, in two years he's going to step in and be Lane's replacement, or, you know, he's going to be in a rotation. That's just as much a luxury to me as a B. John Robinson. And and you think about – All these teams like you don't see teams stay at the top for long. So when you're at the top, you might as well maximize that, and you've got to maximize that by helping your quarterback and obviously protecting your quarterback as well. So offensive line is something to think about. But with with Bijan, like um, Mal was saying, like he's the most complete runner in this draft. And if you do lose a running back, or I'm sorry, an offensive lineman, you know, to an injury, or if Lane retires, or whatever the case is, and you have to develop guys, I think Bijan's the type of back and Jalen is the type of quarterback that can disguise some of those deficiencies on your offensive line because of how they can play Jalen's escapability and his legs uh, and, and his, and his wisdom in terms of checking out, getting the ball out of his hands quick. And then Bijan's his thing that jumps out to me about Bijan is his vision. He, he makes guys miss in the backfield when he really, it should have been a loss and it's a gain. So he reminds me of, you know, like a guy like McCoy or Barkley in that way, where he has that, that those jump cuts that really, keep a defense off balance, even if the blocking scheme kind of breaks down. So I think there's a lot of ways you could attack this and, and set your team up for the next two to three. I'm not thinking about 10 years down the line, you know. I'm thinking
4: two to three years, and he's he's the best guy to, to maximize that. So
3: YOLO, straight YOLO, draft YOLO. Yes. But I, mean,
4: I would also feel like that's a case <laughs> for JSN too, right, that like there's right. another person, in my opinion, that comes into this offense and like supercharges this offense and takes a huge question mark away. And that adds an element to this offense that we lack, right, is a, another reliable playmaker if somebody goes down. And thankfully, we got 17, what, 20 games out of A.J. Brown. But, like, that hasn't happened before. And so, you know, we also have to – I always keep saying that, like, these positions of, like, multiplicity, where we have multiple starters, you've got to keep backpiling, you got to keep piling, you got to keep dudes in the rotation – uh, because the NFL is about injuries. Unfortunately, these are grown men running into each other 60 times a game for several months out of the year. Um, mm-hmm. They happen. And so, you know, I love the fact that how we did that with Nkobi, with Cam Jergens, um, even to a certain extent with Jordan Davis, who unfortunately couldn't play his first year, but is about to be a huge part of this rotation in year two. So, again, I'm just looking to see who is how we who does how we think A can – immediately give this team something that it lacks, but also be as somebody over the long term. because Tom, to your point, 10 years is a long time from now, right? Like we don't know what the hell is going to happen in 10 years, but also you have to be responsible and planning for that time too. So right. you have to kind of balance those two things who can give me something right now, but who's also somebody that like, if we give them a second contract could keep us in the mix, keep us in the race. Right. Um And at 10, I don't think there's a lot of people. That's why I'm team trading back, bro. You know, even I love and I love Nolan, but you know, I don't know that sitting pat at ten when lack the resources that the Eagles do in this draft it makes a ton of sense.
3: Now we, we do have to realize that the Eagles do have some picks next year in the draft. Yep. So I think you know, when people we do have two twos. Five in the
6: first hundred.
3: Five yeah. picks in the first so, hundred. <laughs> so, let, let me uh,
4: you know, be clear, we still have some ammo from next year to throw in, but well, like at next year's draft class is supposed to be stronger, right? They're like, you're looking at some say that every year, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, but, but they also predicted that this class wasn't gonna ha- be as top heavy potentially, whereas next year has some dudes that are just dogs. So maybe you want to keep that ammunition for next year and see, like, okay, we do have to backfill lane spot, we do have to now find something else. Um, and it just gives you an opportunity to load up on blue-chip talent that might n- just not be available in this year's pick.
3: Now, the picks that we have, uh, first round, uh, two second rounds, uh, we get the one from the Saints. Uh, we have a third, our own third-round pick. We'll, we'll have a comp, uh, comp pick, yep. a third round. So two twos, two threes. We have a fourth-round pick, and then <laughs> get this one. Uh, we have a fifth-round pick from the Vikings, our own fifth round, and we're projected to get uh, – but woof, Three more fifth rounds. That's five fifth round picks. I, f- I feel like I'm the Count Dracula, uh, six round pick <laughs> <laughs> from the Eagles or Titans, whichever is better. So that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of uh, wheeling and deal- dealing. I think Howie is doing something with those fifth round picks.
5: Howie's going to get four running backs next year in the fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> But as it stands right now, so, uh, I mean, we've been talking about, I know that we keep on circling back to the running back position, but does if we don't get Bijan, we don't get Gibbs, we don't get Derrick Henry, we still have to address the running back position in some way, shape, or form, right? We're not going into it with this rotation.
1: You no.
4: still have Kendra Miller, Charbonnet, right? You still have Tajay Spears. Like, there are probably another five or six dudes you could just rattle off that you could maybe have... Second, third, going into the fourth round with uh, Roshan and the Roshan Johnson, right? Like he's doing this, and I think that's also the argument against Bijan at ten. And and not to disrespect him as a player, I think he is a very good one. But we just named how many other dudes that you could have much later that come into this offense and also add something as well. So, you know, at a much cheaper price point too, which, you know, I think matters when you sign somebody to $255 million contract, like you got to keep this stuff as cheap as possible.
6: Yeah. I was saying that with that, I'll add a little counterpoint to it. I watched Miles Sanders in the Super Bowl Piss oh, himself. Piss himself. And I don't, want I, don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to go into the. I don't want to go into a game, and we're counting on a fourth round pick, that's a solid prospect. But is he a top tier blue chip, potentially elite Dog. player at that position? Right. I, I trust Bijan. He's he's him. You know what I mean. But I trust Derek Henry. He's been in the playoffs. I trust veteran guys. You know what I mean. I don't know if I would trust say Rashad Penny goes down. He got Gainwell and a, a third or fourth round pick in in there as a prospect running back in a big playoff game. I'm not sure if I can try I mean even Miles had the jitters so it's like
4: oh, Papa Pacheco, right like Pacheco from Rutgers it's the mentality you you named it Miles Sanders ain't a dog bro yeah. that ooh, nickname, ooh, what I say, he he said he pissed himself. Oh, I, 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 yeah. I like, I we like, we watched him fumble twice. I like yeah. the twice. I like He's the not place. a dog. So, you know, if, if you like go get spice. a Kendra Miller who has that, he, he drags his nuts, right? They're like, that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna yeah. get a guy, get that guy. Uh, I think Kenny G is a dog, but to your point, yeah, you gotta be very understanding of like what is his mentality because you're yeah. asking a lot of a young dude to step in. But right. well, like, I got a chance to watch Papa Chico at Rutgers. I wasn't the least bit surprised he made it to the league and was killing people because he did it in the Big Ten on one of the worst football programs in the country. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a dog though. If he's not a dog, you can't put him in the game anytime, right? He's gonna, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. he gonna always be scared.
1: Yeah, Jalen Rager.
4: He's gonna always be shut.
3: So he's so he's he's outside the club outside the club. Who was that? Miles Sanders
5: He's Not still he's hung started. up on the Miles Sanders coming. He's
3: <laughs> <laughs> No. I, I, I'm outside oh, of the club and you
1: think I'm a punk. Is yeah, it?
6: oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree though. Like that's what I'm saying, like if you if you are going to trust a, a a mid-round day 3 kind of running back, it better be like a guy like that can handle that because this is a super this is a team that's ready to compete right now. I don't I don't want to lose because we had inexperience at a important position that kind of holds us back. And, and so I'm, again, like I said, I, I watch college, I dabble in college football and more so because I want to watch for prospects, but I don't go four rounds, five, six rounds deep. So I don't know, I don't know the guys that you could trust back in the back of their um, back of the draft. So I guess that's kind of more on me for just knowing Bijan John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs, the guys from the big schools that are going to go on the top of the draft. But there's obviously guys like you mentioned Pacheco from the from the Chiefs. You know, got, guy killed us in the Super Bowl because he had that mindset. He ran hard. I liked him all year, honestly. I never heard of him until I watched him on the Chiefs. So if they mm-hmm. can get a guy like that, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Well,
6: uh, no. yeah. No, Vic, I mean, no. what comes
3: down to. Now, Vic brings up Zach Evans, um, old Miss, Um Kendry Miller. Kendry, they used to be teammates oh, at TCU. <laughs> that's what uh, So Miller came in. Took his spot and uh Zach Evans went to Ole Miss. Very interesting. Uh not from a uh, Pitt. Is he from Pitt? Yeah. Yep.
4: But Banakanda yeah. not really a dog. He reminds me of Miles Sanders. He's one of those dudes, he he just was blocked, he could take off, but when you the hit juice. him, you
6: start down. And Miles Sanders went to Pitt too. So maybe that's just how they're built out there.
4: Oh, actually Penn State.
6: Oh, yeah. Sorry, why did I say that?
3: He's from Pittsburgh, but he didn't go to Pitt. A chain from Texas A&M. He's a speedster. A lot of people like him. You know, he's 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 pretty uh, he's pretty compact. Um, Not the biggest dude, but definitely a speed demon. Um, Yeah, yeah, I I just think um, this is. You know, I can go to Tajay Spears from Tulane. Yes, sir.
4: That's That's why. That's why I feel like. What,
6: huh? about, what about Sean Tucker? I heard heard a lot about Sean Tucker from, from like,
4: Syracuse. Syracuse um, he was not twitchy, really. Like he 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 could get downhill. You know, I would say he's a one step and go kind of guy. I call like, him Old Navy. Yeah, it's it's not nothing fancy. It's not, it's it's not flashy. flashy. Yeah, you know. It gets was earned, and like he could pass block. I think that's important. I don't know. You want to yeah, ask another pass. thing? You have KG, you know, Kenny G on the field in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know,
3: Brown out of uh, Illinois yeah. as well. Yeah, Brown, no, yep.
4: Yeah, it's not, so many, dog. It's so it, many.
3: That's why all the running backs right now are having a hard time um, yeah, get, getting time. those checks <laughs> right now because there's there's like five rounds full of backs that you can have yeah. that could come in. And Pacheco, I think, not that he, everyone is talking about Pacheco because he was a seventh rounder. Right. Was he a seventh rounder?
4: Yeah, he was a seventh
3: like, rounder. Was, and he was in the Super Bowl killing it. So like this adds like this whole spectrum oh, of like yeah. why you don't do certain things or right. like how you can, you know, get guys later or build a running back by community. Because you took talk about um uh, uh what's what's his name? Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They drafted him in the first round back at first. And he got sat.
6: Basically just got benched for other guys to get carries so i mean was in
4: street clothes
6: (laughs) always always risky you know when you're thinking about a position that seems to be the most replaceable one it's similar to like the linebacker position on the other side of the ball where people are you see less and less those top linebackers taking you know it's it's rare to see a straight middle linebacker in the first round it's just not that kind of league anymore um it's not built to stop the run it's not built to to you know it's built for space (laughs) built for You know, fast feet going up and down. So those hard hitting guys, they get injured quicker. They a lot of contact. Those guys are not going to be premium players. Um, So yeah, I totally. You know, any other year, I'm like offensive line, defensive line, like pick that smart teams draft trenches early. You could probably, you could probably search my Twitter for what I was saying last year in the draft. I probably said smart teams draft trenches early a billion times during the draft last year. Gave a lot of credit to the Giants for doing that. Um, with Kayvon Thibodeau and, and Evan Neal, but that you know that for me it's like I do selfishly want to be a little irresponsible with this tenth pick. Yeah, yeah. he's,
4: he's no going man. to the mall he's it's going possible. to the mall with a pocket full of money. Uh yeah. you know, you, you I'm know, know. on that though like this it's an opportunity to swing for the rafters, right? To like just go for the home run. Mm-hmm. And the more we've talked about Bijan and I know I've argued against it, I'm all over the place. I'm with it though. Right. Yeah. They're like I'm 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 open to a player that takes this team back to the super bowl like that's what i'm in this for i want to see this team back get that trophy that they deserved last year right The like you know everything the writing was on the wall for that to happen and i think this year people will underestimate the eagles and we'll be able to sneak in like we did in 2017 it won't be all the allure and all the luster around us um but man just make the right pick that's all i'm asking that's someone I gotta yes. run. It's been a pleasure, Tom. Good to see you, my man. Y'all That's have a good awesome. one, I'll see you later, brother.
3: All right, man. Uh, talk about sneaking in, uh, Johnny from the car. Uh, from all about the birds in here, uh, you know. Can you? Hey. Can, can, there he goes. How, how you feeling, man?
2: Him. I'm feeling pretty good. Hey, it's draft day. You know, it's always fun. Hey,
3: we're uh, waiting for some spicy takes. I know Tom is uh, our resident Bijan stand right now. Mm-hmm. Where Where are you at right now? And, uh...
2: So, I uh, I'm with Tom on it. With you know, at first I was hesitant. I was like, you know what? You can't really you can't really invest yourself in a running back. But then the more you think about it, what this team has, how this team's already built,
1: you,
2: you got to invest in the running back because it's it's a premium position, and it's a lot easier to say invest if he is there at ten because you still have the thirtieth pick. It isn't like you just have one pick. You have the thirtieth pick in the draft. You have a bunch of picks next year. You know you can always maneuver do different things this team and the type of player that Bijan is it, listen if he's gone my spicy take will be um i trade out and i would honestly trade out and then uh, maybe try and get i want a corner i know a lot of people are talking off his defensive lines i like okay, Joey, porter, Joey porter joy porter
3: junior so uh, later. later
2: later or are you a Penn State fan by any chance? I am a Penn State fan. Okay, there, there's, there's, um, a lot. <laughs> so the uh, the funniest thing when he came to Penn State. A little quick little story. When he came to Penn State, I went up for one of the first games of the year, and you know how I, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Penn State. When you go into the bathrooms, and it's literally like you're peeing in a, a bathtub next to everybody. Okay, so
5: yeah. they got the trough going on. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
2: So I come out of the bathroom. And who's there right there is Joey Porter senior right in front of you. I never realized how big you
5: better Give us an update on his, uh, no, 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 no. I won't,
2: I I won't (laughs) give you that. All I'm saying is coming out. You see, saw him and all I did was I shook his hand and I said, you know, hopefully you're, you know, good luck to your son, everything at Penn state. And he said to me, he's going to be a real one. Okay. All right. So, I like the way he plays. He's very handsy. I know that's one one take on him a lot of people like to uh, put. But if you can't get Bijan and Carter's gone already, and I don't want Skaronsky. I know everyone wants to talk about him. Um, honestly, if I'm looking at the offensive tackle, Skaronsky to me is like fourth or fifth best in my opinion. Um, I, w- I would trade back and get the corner. You get a guy because Slay and Bradbury aren't going to be there. Uh, more than two, three years at the most. You need people yeah. – they need to do what they did in 0-2. So, so as,
6: a, as a as a counterpoint to that, Slay and Bradbury have guaranteed money in the next two years. So you're planning on drafting this cornerback, and he's going to spend almost half of his <laughs> – he's going to spend almost half of his <laughs> on the bench. So um, – you know, I don't think that cornerback in the first round is the way to go because you're not going to get that guy on the field unless there's an injury for two years of his rookie contract. So I'm not too keen on it. I like Joey Porter. Don't get me wrong. I think – Hey,
2: you wanted good. spicy takes. I gave you some spicy takes.
6: <laughs> the talented guy. I, li- I, li- I like Joey Porter a lot. Love the prospect. Um, I like a lot of the corners in this track. But once we signed Bradbury and Slay to those – Two year guaranteed money deals. It's like picking a guy in the first round, you're going to waste half of his rookie contract. And that's kind of counterproductive, in my opinion. But you never know. I mean, like you said, they did the same kind of thing in, in the early 2000s when they picked Leto Shepard and Sheldon Brown up and um, and they sat. Them too. Yeah. And they I mean, had, they, they had I mean, those
3: great. were pro, pro bowl corners we had. Yeah. And we well, just brought bad. in the next, you know. I, I don't mind that because there's, there's, a, there's a, a reality that um swing tackle is is a neat like if we saw what our offense is without lane mm-hmm. we 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 didn't get an opportunity to see what our cornerbacks looked like without Bradbury and Slay but the, the you have we to, did
5: but you know. before Slay showed up that's what it looks like. Yeah.
3: Well I mean <laughs> just thinking about just like if you know is is it Zex Zec world, Zec Island uh, uh he felt a certain way but what I have to do to get on the field, play better.
4: Yeah. yeah
3: that's how you get that's how you get on the field if you were, if they saw something, they wouldn't be bringing back one of these right. uh, one of our star corners. but I'm, I'm happy with the way our corners are set up, but I do feel like it's time to develop a blue chip.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I, you know I get that he'll be sitting and that's one thing. The other thing is this team is gonna stay as healthy as they were last year. unfortunately. you'd like them to. But it's, it's another thing you have to look at. And that's why, you know, at the end of the first round, I'd love to get an offensive lineman at some point because you need to get build up that depth, um, depending on who's there. I do like Dewan Jones from Ohio State. Uh, massive human being, right tackle there. Uh, I, he could slide in and play guard if you need to. But again, there's another player uh, there. But I, I just feel like that it's just there's so many unknowns. You don't know where teams are going to be going. I know there's a lot of chatter and everything. Like I said, who the hell knows what Houston's going to do at do? Do they go edge rusher or do they go quarterback? Because what they do is going to basically make number three's pick even more valuable for the Cardinals. And then, you know, Indianapolis is right there. And then what happens with the quarterback? Who goes where? Is there a quarterback available when the Eagles are picking? Because if that's the case, the Eagles pick becomes so much more valuable. And yeah. you know how, how he likes to use that to his advantage.
1: Hmm. right sure yeah
3: Houston's definitely wild car with the two picks um oh I see th- I feel like the Titans could move up if if a quarterback slips
5: I could, I could even see Houston taking defensive line with their first pick taking like a guy like Jalen Carter right. and then if there's another quarterback that falls 210 they trade up with us from 12
3: imagine right. if imagine well, if Houston think- got you know a, a, a blue chip talent like a innerson or uh, Carter and then they got a uh, Richardson. Yeah,
6: yeah. That would be insane. That's the best draft in the first round right there. I actually yeah. put a bet in. I dro- we, me and my buddies drove over state lines out of PA because it's illegal to bet on the draft in PA. Uh <laughs> What well, is it really?
5: I didn't even know that.
6: You can't bet on college athletes in PA. So, um yeah, so you, you can bet on games but you can't bet like anything with You want
3: to you share your bet?
6: Uh yeah, I was going to say. So, I pay, I put a, this there was like a prop parlay where it was the Texans they picked at second and and 12. And I, I bet this is a big stretch, but they traded Brandon Cook. So I bet them to take Tyree Wilson second and JSN 12. No wow. quarterback, no quarterback. So with mm. D'Amico Ryan, my full, I'm going off my philosophy with the new coach D'Amico Ryan's comes in. He's got this kid that's been there for a few years, build the team. Don't bring in a quarterback and start your timer. You know what I mean? He, Right when he picks a quarterback, his timer starts because he's going to be out if that quarterback bombs. So to, to build the team a little bit more, let, let, let Davis Mills start um, another year, maybe pick a quarterback later in the second round or the third or whatever. Who knows? Um,
3: you know what school he we went to, right?
6: Who, Davis Mills or D'Amico Ryan?
3: D'Amico. Bama. Uh, he's a Bama guy.
6: Bama guy. Okay, there you go. Will, Will Anderson could be the, the
4: – Hello, Mr. Anderson.
6: Yeah. Um, so, uh, with that Tyree Wilson actually is the odds on favor to be picked by the Texans second overall. So that's, that's why I mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, people, someone has some insider info. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I can go anyway. I, I would, I would guess Bill Anderson second overall, honestly there. But, but I think to the, to the general point of it is, you know, like Evan said, Jalen Carter said will anderson we say tyree wilson i think second overall to the texans is going to be a defensive player like it'd be one of those defensive linemen build the foundation of that defense and then because you could still like you said like you can get a quarterback with that 12th asset you can move up you can make different things happen you could see if someone drops um and you know it's going to all come down to that so unless you know unless my my theory from before where seattle or detroit considers taking a quarterback to develop behind their veterans actually happens Texans are going to have their pick of the litter because the next couple of teams don't really need quarterbacks. So um, potentially the Raiders. I mean, there's a lot of teams that could do it, but the Texans are probably better off rolling the dice and taking one of those elite defensive linemen and then waiting on it and seeing what happens. So I, I'm all behind that for sure.
3: a question for you guys, uh, Johnny. Go with you first. Um, what are your draft plans for tonight? You going? You guys going to the, the the link party? Watch it
2: from uh, home. I am uh, watching for home since 2020. Me and probably about like four or five buddies, we do like a, a Zoom call like this. Um, you know, a bunch of di- we're all over the place, uh, a bunch of different fans of different teams. So it's a fun little get together and stuff like that. Um, so that's what we've been doing since 2020. So we just keep you know doing that. We do it Thursday, and Friday night. It's just little fun conversations with guys I don't really get to see much because they're they're not as local as they once were. So some fun stuff there. Okay, it's private
5: Tom. or you're gonna be streaming it.
2: Uh, private, I like to enjoy myself doing the draft.
5: I don't blame you. I don't blame you.
3: Yeah, it's tough because, like, usually I miss the draft every year because we're doing a live stream, so we're we're actually going to the link tonight. Oh,
1: nice. um,
3: which is kind of you know, it'll be nice to be with the people and actually watch the draft. Um, I man, my, my, my nerves is shot, bro.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: I just, this is like five months of studying and, you know, yeah. driving to the senior bowl. Like, this is, this is like the best day ever for me, but it's also like, it's months and months of like draft study and it's, it's, it's all unfolding in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, now it's going to be like, you know,
5: It's like final presentation day in, in college. Yeah. You know, you you worked for months on this final project and now, you know, today's the day to present it. It's either going to go well or it's going to go poorly.
3: Now Phil has a question here. He says, uh, is Anderson the Reddit clone? That would be, I think Nolan Smith.
6: Yeah. Nolan Smith's more like reminds me more of Reddit. Will Anderson's like, I watched his highlights and he's just like way more athletic than everybody. He either pushes you back or he runs around you. Like I didn't see many moves. I just saw him chasing guys down, running around guys, bull rushing guys. Like he just might be that freak. That if he does start to develop more of a bag, that's going to be a scary, scary prospect. To and he's nope. been he's been a top prospect for like two years now. So
3: now you guys working today, or you guys got the day off?
6: I'm work. I, I am, am work. Um, but <laughs> I I'm I'm working. work remote. I work remote. So um, I'm, and I just got a new position at my job. So I'm like kind of in right. the training mode. So I'm not really that busy. This
3: guy's yeah. talking drafts.
2: He's <laughs> working remote. We see you. Hey, 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 hey. Uh,
6: <laughs> see, yeah, I'm just staying home tonight, by the way. I'm not I'm not going to the link. I that was a, that's a cool little draft party. I've been there before for sure, and it's it's cool. Um I think I'm supposed to hop on my live stream too and, and do the first 10 picks on, on live. So we'll yeah. see if I end up. I, I always it. love the reactions. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, reactions are
3: always cool. good.
6: Yeah, I want my reaction on camera, so I kind of want to do that. And uh, be able to talk. let's eat, maybe, you know, a couple of cranbacas and see
3: what happens. Nice. Uh right. got important questions from Wealthy Mind out here forever. Where
5: the hoes that? <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got, a, got a pussy in the other room. I just got a cat last weekend.
3: <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Lana. Lana in the building. Lana.
5: Big chilling. She She's uh, officially moved out of my bathroom last night. That was...
6: So here's a good question for you guys. It's a little non-draft related, though. Who, who do you? Because I know we all are going to be there. At, I don't know about you, Johnny, but hopefully, who do you want to see at the home opener? Who who's your who's your pick for the home opener opponent? And you know we're all going to be at the tailgate, obviously. So I want the Giants, honestly. I want the Giants right out of the gate. I want a I want a classic 1 p.m. Eagles Giants home opener.
3: I love it, but do we? We never get to. We get the Giants like always last game of the it season. Used
6: like, to, it used to always be that though. We used to get like the Giants or Washington week one and at home, and I really want that. I want to bring that back. I want us to play the Giants and Washington to play Dallas. And I'm
5: gonna it. I'm gonna stick with your same sort of mentality, but I'm gonna lean Dallas. I want to play Dallas just for the fact that. um I mean, last year the way it played out is that we didn't end up having our starting quarterbacks going up against each other. And that, you know, one was injured one time, the other was the other time. I want the Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott matchup, and then that can set the tone for the year.
2: Right. Uh, For me, I'm thinking about it. I like those matchups. I want to go different. I want to go – I want to see Jonathan again back. I want to crush the Cardinals, home opener, get an easy, you know, easy home opening win against the Cardinals and Gannon and put up 40 on them, I think that would be fun.
5: I re- I realistically think that the Cardinals could have the number one draft pick next year. Like, I think they will be the worst team in the league. Mm. Yeah, that's
2: – I mean, yeah, I depending so, on too. Kyler.
5: Depending on if Kyler comes back.
3: You know, I, I say give him give the Chiefs oh, opening game.
6: Oh, yeah, that's opening game though. We play them on the road. I'm talking about at home at the link.
3: Oh, at, at home. Um, i go – Cowboys would be nice.
2: Surprised
6: no one said 49ers. Yeah, the 49ers is who I was thinking.
5: The 49ers, yeah, Michael
3: Child. Oh, you want to see my reaction when we uh, drafted um, um, Dean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was a little excited. When, um, I got back into the stream. I was like, "Is this true?"
5: <laughs> when we picked N'Kobe that's- Dean, I forgot that that's the origin of that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i don't know i'm trying Have to take that it
5: meme off so many times just randomly That's-
6: <laughs> when, he was, when we were up to pick in the third round and i saw him on the board i was like i was like cursing i was like mother man we picked guys like davion taylor in the third round and we're not going to take this guy and, and i was like i was up i'm cool i'm happy like if we could take Davion Taylor, I'm like, why wouldn't we pick this guy? So I was so happy when we and, picked and
3: him. And you know, Ev, when we were at the Eagles Autism Challenge last year, Evan walks up to N'Kobe Dean, right? Starts talking about medicals. It's like, <laughs> like asking about body parts and, like, making it real awkward. And Nickobe's looking at him like,
5: dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ev, I you want to break it to down? St- bro, I was like – OK, so obviously the reason that Nakobe Dean had fallen in the draft is because of that you know, surprise. I think it was shoulder uh, came out during the draft last year. And so I, I went up to him. And I was just like, oh, how you? How's, how's it feeling? <laughs> I was trying to gauge what, whether or not how he's going to be how, if he's going to be, you know, ready to go for the year. And then he looked at me as he should have. Like I was crazy. He's like, dude, I feel fine. I feel great. I, I don't know what you mean. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm up. an idiot. That's fine. That's why that's why you get paid the big bucks, and I'm just you know, some some dummy walking next to. him.
6: out. He he was he was mad that that info leaked. There was definitely an injury or something, but he didn't. He was he was upset about that. that was that was like that that hurt him like to hear that and him, him dropping like that. So I feel like if you weren't off base. Like he wouldn't have acted like that if you were, to, if you were off base. Like there would have been nothing to say, but there right. was definitely something. You know, there was. Everything else.
5: <laughs> there was definitely no, but stuff. you know what it was it was a learning experience for everybody evan's not going to go to the eagles autism challenge with the same questions this year.
3: he spoke about how it was a lie he <laughs> was on a podcast with a bunch of right. georgia boys and he was just saying how he's like yo it was all lies yeah and yeah. Then, yeah and then evan bought definitely. into
6: it yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i hope I, like i mean it's over now but yeah i mean i felt like the only reason he would you know so like he was he was definitely personally i mean maybe it was maybe that's why but you know there was definitely definitely not something to ask him because he definitely had feelings yeah that, that was definitely
5: there. a sore spot
6: for sure yeah and it wasn't just the shoulder that was sore.
5: yeah that was sore yeah. <laughs> yeah
6: but no that's funny that's funny uh are you guys doing that this year again
5: yeah uh, the eagles also some challenge you. yeah yeah like
6: but did they do like a bike ride or a run or something like that they do a, uh, a bike uh, ride and
3: a run yeah. Yeah. Are, you, are you are you trying to join
6: I mean, I would love to, bro. I would love to. Yeah. Hey,
3: we, I mean, if you want to join it, we got a team that we're putting together. Uh, got a, we have like six people already, walking. Something
6: like that. Something like yeah. It should be awesome. a good time. Awesome. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Send me the send me the details on Twitter and in the DM. Um, I would absolutely love to do that. I remember seeing pictures of you guys doing that last year, and um, super uh, super cool. And not just because it's the Eagles, but. You know, great cause, so I'm I'm yeah. all for it, man. Just yeah, send me the info. I'm down as long as I'm free, which I should be. It's like a Saturday, isn't
3: it? Yeah. Uh I, I know you know the draft's coming up. Um do you guys want to close out with a uh, a mock
4: drive? <laughs> as is tradition. As is tradition. Well, so why so you think you... I came back? Like you thought mm-hmm. I came back just to look at your face. How's was, my how's like, my
1: nephew?
4: Hey, cooler man. You missed him. He was on here earlier. Man. <laughs> he has this right now.
3: Yeah, so I mean, you know, Mal, you got the, uh, you got your, you got your PFF premium account.
4: Oh yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. So
6: how are we gonna do it? Like everyone just gets a pick, and you just we just rotate pretty much. No, we just we just talk
5: them over. It it turns into a war. It turns into (laughs) an actual fucking
4: war room. (laughs) Pretty much, I just yell at everyone. (laughs) We buried them into my picks, and then we move on.
5: I pushed for Tanner McKee. Nobody bites. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the sad part is that this is over, man. We've been at this for, like, damn near half the year, I feel like.
5: I tell you what, man. I'm actually going to be looking forward to seeing where Tanner McKee ends up after seeing his name <laughs> at the top of VFF's draft simulator. Like months, yo. <laughs>
3: uh, That's funny because uh, he did test high on that QB test. What, like
4: the Wonderlick, nah, now the,
3: the, the new one
4: that they're now like saying the results are wrong. Like, can we just stop? It's it? S2, yeah,
3: something
4: like that. Yeah, and it's like, can we just slow down some time, bro? All
3: right, Bryce Young scored high on it, and then CJ Shroud, I guess, scored low on it.
4: But the dude that owns it or created it said that Bryce Young has been studying for it since he was a senior in high school, so because
3: Bryce Young's built like that.
1: I guess. That's why I think. Bryce hey, for, coming well from a
3: guy well. who scored low on my SATs, I I, I get. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to let it judge me. I've I've done well. Section, bro. <laughs> I would, I would I'm not going to well. tell you what I scored, but it, it was not well.
6: I was never good at that. My, my high school GPA was horrible, and I turned out just fine. So but,
3: yeah.
4: Right. Um. So, Rice Young goes number one. To, Sharing your screen. Uh, one, one second. One second. Oh, go. I got it. Look at that! Look, communication phase. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, did that work, work yet? Yeah, you're good now. Bryce Young, no. number one. Oh my God, y'all can't, you can not you can not click it twice. It's gonna go away again. I'm, I'm hands off, yeah, put it up. Isn't it up? Oh, what is up? Y'all double-clicking it. There it is, all right. CJ Stroud, number two to the Texans. Phil Anderson, third to Arizona. Oh, baby! Spoon went number four to Indianapolis. That's wild.
3: Oh, uh, oh, so oh! Look at this! Look, look,
4: look! Off to Seattle. Jalen Carter six to the Lions. Gorowski seven to the uh, Raiders. Eight is Will Levis. Nine is Christian Gonzalez. Wow! And, they uh, moved Bijan
5: uh, the hell up, didn't they? let this is take uh, Anthony and just
6: blow it all up, bro? Did uh, did, did Jalen Carter get picked? Yeah, he yeah, six, 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 at skip. Then, then you know my pick, man. He's right
4: there at the top. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, we did tiers last
4: night. All right, what was the tier? Bijan was the it was tier one, right? Bijan was tier one. We also got an opportunity to trade back there. To
3: so what, 13? Yeah,
4: got 13. Who, who's sitting there right now?
3: 13, 19, 20, There's a bunch of them. I mean, do you want to risk that? Let, let
5: me let me see who's sitting there again. Is there is there the players worth... Uh,
3: Nolan's there. Nolan's there. Uh, Bijan. Bijan,
5: JSN. With, uh, Smith. Nolan. Helena says trade yeah, down. Risky. Richardson's
3: still there. A so team as, long, a as long
5: as Bijan, JSN, or Nolan are there at 13, I'm happy with it. If all three of those guys go, then this trade is a disaster, in my opinion. Because... <laughs> <'cause, hey, 'cause
3: laughs> In so many mocks, I've always traded down, and Green Bay always takes Bijan when they have Aaron Jones. And
4: Yeah, yes. I've yeah. definitely seen that. So, so
3: You could risk it if you want.
4: Risk it for the best. We got 13. So we're doing Bijan or we trade him. The trade is ready. To
3: Tom's sweating right now. Tom's <laughs> sweating.
4: Yeah, we're getting a
5: lot of sweat. Because realistically, if Bijan's sitting there in this scenario. Back, yo. I'm I'm sticking
6: with it. That is, that is yeah, yeah, but that is a haul that we're getting back. Look at that. Yeah, we're getting five draft picks in exchange for one. Uh, yeah, I think you have to do that,
3: no.
4: I, I, I would, I would, tra- I would could, trade.
5: Could back. could we potentially get say. another? Uh, Can we get the forty-five in there? Pick, I was gonna say.
4: Nah, these two they they were out on forty-five and forty-two. Yep. Okay, I, w- I would make that trade right there. Ooh, All right. it's kind
3: of. yeah, I would wish. Hey. All Watch. right. Dijon yeah.
1: gone. Oh. 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 Oh.
4: oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Of yeah. Anthony Richardson, bro. Wow. That's the reason. Yep. Wow. Helena,
3: Helena <laughs> called that one. She was like, trade down. Dude, Rich is still.
4: That's why you 100%. As soon as I saw AR sitting there, I knew you were going to hit a home run. Baby. This was going to happen on draft day. Watch. Watch today. Paris so Johnson Jr. JSN off the board. Like you
5: predicted, Mal hey, to uh, to bro. Houston. Who who yeah. did they take at two? They took C.J. Stroud. Uh,
4: no, that, that was my parlay. C.J. Layer Stroud,
5: Stroud so. and J.S.N. Bro, we oh,
4: in match yeah. made at that Ohio State connection. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Bijan, yeah. why do why,
3: why do we feel like we won something?
4: No, because we did. Because <laughs> We did. We just won the Bijan sweepstakes. Damn. Everyone's in virtual all world.
3: People in the chat are excited. Everyone's
4: all. Like, and then so here, Osiris, you oh, look. Like Osiris, That the do- where
5: Where did uh, Brian Branch fall? Does, is he, uh... He
4: went 19. 19. 10,
5: 10, 10. If, that was, if, if he uh, found uh, a way to fall to 30, man, I'm, I'm seriously considering... he running run for that one, bro. Yeah. I'm all for that
4: 30. It was just 10. was a sucker. No, 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 10. Buda, absolutely not. Baker. That would be beautiful. Yeah. Buda would be nice, too. Yeah. He just only want 20 a year, yo, and that's so much paper. Yeah. So I we
3: know. uh, are we hyped for um, Osiris? Osiris. I'm what gonna bring. About
6: the, what about the tackle though? What about the line? Mozzie? Mozzie, I mean, I'll go. I'll be okay with Mozzie. Any edge? Any edge, guys. You got
3: probably Tuli coming up. I have our tiers from the other night. Our tier one. Our tier one. We had Darnell Wright, Kal- Kalijah Cansey, Brian Branch, Jameer Gibbs, Osiris Torrance, Deontay Banks.
5: Where did Cansey uh, end up going?
4: Since he went. Twenty fifth to the Giants. McDonald went to pick way before to the Saints.
3: Our tier two was Will McDonald, Aditamiwa I mean, Tamuwa, Julius Brents, B.J.
4: Ojulari, Felix. You got you got um Felix here, and Osiris. I'd go with, or,
5: I'd go with Osiris. I lean Osiris as well. Man,
4: well, I mean. We just we
5: just made that line that much stronger for Bijan, bro.
3: But the edge would have been nice. Why you about yeah. to hit a on edge right we here? We got
5: picks now. Okay. We got picks
6: coming up. Oh, oh, oh. It's gonna be Oh, yeah, so Antonio Johnson up. is tempting
3: right,
4: He's He's right. Got, I mean, you got Herbig. Herbig. Herbig? Herbig. I would go. I'll be Nick Herbig.
3: Can we can we trade back again and um uh, get Herbig?
5: Sydney Brown. Yes.
3: Who, 60 West 63. Try, yeah, try that.
5: Yep, that's beautiful. I would
4: take 139. It, nice. Oh, did they take it? Nice. It's a, yeah. Yo, Gail showed me that because I I used to never like press the send, but sometimes they take it. I'm all in on Herbig right here. Herbig, Herbig? All right. Yeah. is that Nate Herbig's brother? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's
3: all. He knows all about the bro barn. Yeah, man, nah, he's
6: a.
5: Jonathan fan. Mingo went sixty-seven, huh?
6: Antonio, yeah, Antonio Johnson's also a, a safety that I'd look at. I think
3: Tony, Tony, we player. are not live streaming tonight. We're live streaming right now. Is
5: Marvin Mims oh, related yeah. to Denzel Mims? That's no. that's, that's not I like so. Right he is too. not. Sid, Sidney Brown's
6: been a safety I've seen yeah. at the top. Really I love Sidney well. yeah. Brown. I love Corey Price right
4: here.
3: I say that's a tough one because we don't
4: not, Tyler Scott's a good one. A bunch of I folks. I'll leave the rest of this up to you guys because I, <laughs> I don't know many players. Yo, and I've been seeing a lot of buzz around Nick, yo. Uh Saudavier from Old Dominion. I know I just built his name, but uh he's been jumping up for recently.
3: I mean we don't have If
6: Nathaniel Dell is supposed to be a dynamic returner. I keep seeing clips in Nathaniel uh, Dell's. Yeah.
5: I
4: she, think
5: he'll still be there at 94 personally.
4: Yeah, he will be. I mean at this point, it's yeah. one of these three for me, Mims, Brown, or Corey Trice. I,
5: I I'm leaning Sydney Brown. Yeah, I need, I need a safety.
4: Just fill, fill more holes. Damn, Jartavius went right after him. That's wild. Oh, There's I got Marvin
5: t- Mims right there.
4: him. Right. Sorry, guys. It gotta happen. If we ended up with this drive, yo, son, I'd go nuts. Just oh, quickly. there's Corey. <laughs>
3: Corey Trice, Obi Trice's little brother.
4: Yeah. Your son, he hit a whole month. There's Kobe. Hey, hey, Maker. Bro.
6: Who's tackle.
4: Roshan. pair
6: of uh, Roshan and uh... Old Dominion tackle.
4: Oh yeah, Nick. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He he's somebody that folks have been. We yeah. did
6: take Osiris though. Yeah, but Osiris was listed at guard. Oh, True. Yeah,
4: I think he was like a developmental tackle. I feel like yeah, he could yeah, play, which is exactly how a,
5: big. What 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 kind of size are you working with? Six six three. Holy two. guacamole!
4: It, it hey, uh, hey, I just yeah. want to.
3: I just wanted to give you a fact check here. Uh, Denzel Mims is the brother of Marvin, Marvin Mims. Mims.
4: Oh yeah, I don't believe you.
5: Um uh, well do you guys remember what Denzel Mims famously said about Philadelphia?
4: Yes. I mean Marvin Mims also seems to be a much tougher dude from a mentality standpoint. So yeah, not afraid of a little litter. Byron Young. I mean his shooters in Philly, bro, so I can't necessarily blame it.
5: Yeah, I know. Denzel Mims said something about Phil, Philly being like uh, filthy and all this stuff. And I, I, as a guy that lives in Philadelphia, you know, I was like, "There's a lot of trash around."
3: I'm not. Yeah, what, what about a uh, what about a tight end? Tight end too.
5: Yeah. yeah. So Shoemaker,
6: South Avery, and Shoemaker. Uh, so I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. Honestly,
5: I like. I like. I this I, is- I go uh, Maker or um, what's it called um, the D tackle. to wait How for oh, Kobe.
3: Yeah. Tell me about Kobe. I, don't, I haven't watched Kobe.
4: He's, He's good. big He's body, six three, two ninety. He degrees. of the move. more so a
5: Depth on the uh on the D line. I I mean I I just I give, give I, I love the rotation that we had
4: last year.
3: And
5: uh um, nah, we got
4: a, we got a guest on the podcast. We're going to give Thomas down.
3: Yeah, let's Mike here would have been nice.
4: Yeah, be all right.
3: I mean I couldn't
4: yeah, pace. Yo.
3: Taylor, baby. Ivan Pace would be nice. Ivan crazy crazy uh there
4: you go Jason. Jason, we got you all the way from Iowa, baby. We got you.
3: Shout out to AJ in the chat.
4: Yo, AJ. Hey,
6: hey. Happy draft. We end we ended up getting Bijan
4: and all of a sudden we have a billion draft picks too. This would be <laughs> this would be amazing. You know? This is a dude. Yeah, I don't know if he got into Quendell. I like him as like Here's a big, a guy. big prospect.
3: Mm, we're in the sixth round. Yeah.
4: Um, it ain't a bunch. Oshawn oh, Mathis is okay too.
3: Is uh is DTR still around? Yeah,
4: he's gone. He started going in the fifth round weeks ago.
3: Yeah, they they talking him up, man. Man.
4: Yo, cause he, I can see that at least as a high level backup.
3: I mean, shout, out to, like shout, shout out! to Jason working and watching as we go along. Hey man, uh, we, we took problems. we took the day off today.
4: I'm working, bro. I just I'm oh. on a lunch break right now. <laughs>
3: mm. uh,
4: all right, so where we at? We at the end of it.
3: Okay, what about Gerard? Do you like Gerard Clark?
4: Yeah, I was gonna say we didn't go D tackle yet. I like it, I like Coastal
6: it, Carolina as a school. So <laughs> hey, he was, that's
4: That's
6: a horse, right? He was there. he was
3: down at the Senior
4: Bowl. Yeah, we what,
3: were your, what were your thoughts? No, Garrett liked the. Yeah, liked it. I mean, he was, he right. was, 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 all right. You know, I mean, late we're in the sixth round. I think. You know? Where,
5: where did, uh, where did cunts go? Does he, does he moving his way up the uh, draft
2: board? Probably.
3: AJ Not is also on lunch break. <laughs> Out here watching mocks on your lunch, real one, real <laughs> one alert. Hey,
6: man, like this is, this is crazy
4: i don't I really see, see what happens.
3: Uh, Yo, give me some Puka Puka canoe, uh, Puka
5: Nuaka Nuaka.
4: We said it there, no Puka Kanua. We've been talking a lot about Puka dude, Puka Nakua
3: Puka Nakua.
4: That's
5: fun to say. That's <laughs> it's,
3: it's Puka's. Uh, Older brother Puka. <laughs> <laughs> hey
5: Jake quit off the board.
3: It's really not that bad of a draft. I, I could have went a little edge early with the um Moe her e-brain. her 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 being made me feel a little bit a little better.
4: Yeah, over Mo Travis died, bro. If his knee is okay, he's a horse too.
5: Dog, you were you were talking up
4: Mo for Mo's my guy too. But like, Die also has a little bit more explosiveness than Ibrahim does. It really isn't much else in here. Is the
3: UCLA wide receiver still there? Jake Bobo. <laughs> like that's our uh, sixth round pick. Uh, his last name is Bobo.
6: I-, I love how there's a guy named Jadakiss Bonds. That is that's <laughs> that's the awesome, best man. name in the draft.
3: Janicus Bonds. When, when's the coldest
5: Crawford coming out? Is that next year? What, Wait, what about
3: what, – what was the uh, LaMichael Jordan? Le Michael
4: Jordan, yeah. yeah. Jordan. Still, anybody named Raekwon is my favorite human, bro. So, uh, <laughs> let's
3: see. So the Eagles. They
4: finally like the Bijan pick.
3: We traded back with Green Bay. We landed Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson stands rejoice all across Philadelphia. Tom is – Crying tears of joy,
5: and uh, we got him a guard, and we <laughs> and got, and got him, we got him a, guard.
3: a beefy guard from Florida, uh, alma mater of uh, you know, uh, Howie's, the Gators, knew a lot about him coming in. Uh, then we went with uh, you know, this there's, there's a lot of the six degrees of separation here. We got Herbig, Nate Herbig's younger brother, Nick Herbig from Wisconsin. Then we got Spicy, got another trade, uh, trade with the Broncos, and got uh, the 68th pick and 108. We gave them the 62nd pick and picked up Sidney Brown, a guy that we've been mocking for months now. And then we said, you know what, Denzel, screw you, but we're going to draft the real Mims, Marvin Mims, the crafty wide receiver out of Oklahoma. And then we said developmental corner with size. We know you got some injuries. Corey Trice from Purdue. And then uh uh, Mal went with the tackle from Old Dominion, Nick Sal I uh, don't know. You're gonna have to school me on him. Uh, and then in the fifth round, we went with Ivan Pace Jr. We love his crazy attitude. He's a he's a game breaker for the for Cincinnati. Could not be blocked in the Senior Bowl. Uh, then went with the interior Gerard Clark from uh, Coastal Carolina. Got an A plus from PFF for that one. I like that one. And then uh, we went back to uh, wide receiver Puka Nakua from BYU. Also. Had a good day at the senior bowl until he got a concussion, um, injury prone. But hey, we're in the round seven, and we, we closed it up with cornerback uh, Christian Braswell from Rutgers.
5: I gotta be honest, this is one of my favorite mocks that we did, it's the oh, last yeah. one that we did.
4: A, the fact that we all like literally celebrated like we was in the war roll traded back.
5: <laughs> and that's that must be what the uh, what the Vikings felt like when we took Reagan, man. That must really be what it felt like in that world.
3: People have watched this
4: are draft dorks. <laughs> I've been I a draft dork for, Yeah, I love this man. I
3: love this shit. bro. I've been hanging out uh, in, in hotels, uh, running after uh, prospects since I was 18, man. That's
1: crazy.
4: That started all trying to that trying day. to
3: sneak in draft rooms. Uh I, I love this shit, bro. I
4: love this
3: shit. My whole life. Trying to get autographs. I I was sitting there with Marshall Falk. I'm like, bruh, I gotta get a photo. You're like this the is,
4: old B.
5: John
3: Robinson. This is pre-cell phone. You know how hard it was to get a, a, a photo? You're like you're like rolling this shit back, like sh- 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 almost like sh- <laughs> real shit, bro. Real <laughs> shit. Oh, um,
6: yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. It was, it's going to be a fun day. And, and not only today, but I get so hyped up once the first round ends. I'm like, man, who's on the board for the second round and yeah. can't wait to watch the second and third. And then even though the Eagles aren't really like loaded on day three, I mean, they might be after tonight. who knows, but um, just, you know, watching on Saturday, having it running on my TV while I'm chilling, you know, hopefully it's a nice day out. I haven't checked the weather yet, but yeah, just, Hanging out, watching the draft for three straight days is definitely the best time. So, I'm sure. I'm pretty
5: you also are a um, a Miami Heat fan, correct? Yeah. I,
3: just, I,
5: yeah. I got. I got to give props to Jimmy Butler, bro. Yeah, that guy's a baller, dude. dude. The past two games has been just. What, he dropped like ninety-eight points,
6: that that 56, that fifty-six was unreal. Like I was dude, just. Last cool.
5: night was unreal.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'm not gonna lie, I was like. I got work tomorrow. I got so I was like, fine. and then they were down like what, fifteen?
3: Freaking! Oh, you gonna go to sleep on double overtime? I
6: was, I was laying. I was laying in my bed. See, and I saw the score. I was watching Golden State too. So I was like, I was seeing the score. I was like, how they? How are they doing this? What is going on? I, I'm like, geez. And then that that game tying shot that he hit was like the stupidest inbounds play I've ever seen. Like,
3: They practice that play.
6: That was insane. And he got away with a foul, for sure. But Yeah, that, the
5: push off, yeah. Yeah,
6: whatever. Giannis shot so poorly from the line that they didn't really deserve to win that game. Dude,
5: but, I, I just yeah. love Jimmy's mentality, man. I'm yeah, not sure if you something. saw that that uh, w- with him with the reporter after. Yeah. yeah, when he was like, Joel's the MVP
6: to be brutal. No, 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 I'm
5: talking about that. they said to him, there was a reporter, and they were asking him, like, how does it feel you came into MSG and you're going to be playing, you know, on Saturday uh in the second round of the playoffs and he goes, "Don't we play on Sunday?" <laughs> They're like, "Oh yeah, uh, Sunday's like, yeah, do your job." <laughs> it's like that's that's right. amazing. Oh
3: yeah, 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 he called him out. I was like, "Damn, it was spicy, bro." You just I, had the best <laughs> playoff game of your life and you're like, like "Do your I'm, job."
4: A it for, bro. Hold the huh. media accountable because these media dudes be trying to roast these players with every opportunity they get. They're digging up bullshit dirt on them. they making up stories. Hold that line, bro. Do yeah. your job, right? It's, Do your job. No dude, wish- he just
5: did his job. All you got to know is when they play next. In And The That's one incredible. question you're asking? but You he got it wrong?
4: Whole buckets. You just had to look at the calendar, bro, and figure right. out Right
3: anyway, yeah. now, uh, Joey, Joey asked, might have been asked already, uh, are y'all going live during the draft? We, we might go live, uh, via tomorrow the phone, wow. like during during the draft, but How nothing. What's that? Hollywood, you pulling up?
5: I'm gonna but be it'll... at the link tonight, yeah. Yes, yeah. Sir. We, are,
3: we, are, we are doing a live show on Friday. If anyone wants to come back, Tom, you're welcome to come back Friday. We're gonna be uh, live during the draft,
4: getting it on. in. My my favorite day is is the third day of the draft because it get wonky. We get over oh, the State in the building. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I, like,
3: warming I, up in here. We we we, 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 we 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 me and Evan had a conversation. Are we willing to do a day three live show with only two seventh rounders? What? It's a long day, dude.
5: I I, th- I think that uh, it's kind of one of those um, we chill out and if a trade happens we go live and ride yeah. it out from there type of yeah, thing.
6: You can see trades today though. You can see trades today and tomorrow if, that tomorrow. if we
5: if we make a trade like we just made in that mock draft, I mean yeah. that's going to be an all day event on, on,
4: on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, will know the wild, so the state, baby. You know, yeah. we got this we got we got the boys in the building.
3: Yeah, you got you had to be there for the, that one had to be there for that one um but yeah man um yeah it's it's, it's almost draft day no it is draft, it is draft day. day it's almost draft time um we'll, we'll go around the room last words before we get out of here let's start with uh let's start with uh tom and last words last word before we get out here anything man, you want to get off your chest let i just know.
6: you know me i'm i'm Bijan. i'm i I'm, I'm been pushing it I, i'm uh I don't know if I should wait for this. Uh no, you could <laughs> so yeah. I mean I am I'm a, a Bijan guy, you know. I always wanna always wanna selfishly be irresponsible. You know, I'm the type of guy that's not going on Amazon to get glasses, I'm getting the Gucci glasses from the oh, most. Oh look this guy delicious you know, So I want the I want the the style points. I want I want a guy that's gonna make us instantly visibly better from day one. So that's that's me. Um
3: I do think it's it's a sticking point for you and Cowboy fans a little bit. You yeah. want you want because there's a lot of Texas I
6: wanna them, right, Cowboy fans want to see them like try to convince themselves that it doesn't matter somehow because that dude's gonna come in Week One and bust somebody's ass for 150 and three touchdowns and we're gonna see how how much it really actually matters and how dominant and unstoppable we are. It's gonna be funny not only Cowboys fans but every rival fan. Oh, we have two. They're too stacked. It's not fair. Oh, we, we saw it last year. So I want to. I want to just see a pick that's going to make this offense explode, really maximize it. So that's my pick um but you can follow me on Twitter you see my handle at Tom Stakes. uh I'll be around so you already know that appreciate you guys for having me on yeah man but uh, uh, you know, I'm doing a lot of nonsense on Twitter so follow me there and and you know I mean I didn't know if that last word was a plug opportunity but I just plugged it and hey, uh,
3: plug it no for yeah. anything you got gotta and say
5: I appreciate so, yeah. you doing the Lord's work and putting all the Cowboys fans in Twitter in their place man yeah
6: hell yeah man thank you appreciate <laughs> that but yeah I'm I'm just looking Hey, look, Howie Roseman's not gonna let us down. He's not gonna steer us wrong. So whether he picks the guy I want or not, I'm behind it. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. So we appreciate we trust you guys for having this. And uh, have fun at the have fun at the draft party, man. Show out and, and get loud for whatever capacity we
4: can get loud in there and, and let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes. Sir. Mal. Yeah, man. Yo, Tom, good seeing you, my boy. Um, thank you for joining us. And like Bill said, we'd be around for the you know. The weekend so if you're coming back folks to watch and listen and tap in uh we'll be around y'all know how we do for the draft we invite people in to talk football and just get geeked up with us um this this our time man we we grinded the whole off season right the like we grinded the whole draft season we did mock drafts we did a thousand mock drafts we've we watched hundreds of prospects we got hollywood and prime deep in the they they got deep in the vault right that like you know this was this was such a dope year um, off the piggyback of, like, the Super Bowl disappointment, I love how the the fan base picked ourselves up and, and rallied, man, right? And, like, I'm super excited about what's coming up today and over the next couple days. Um, it's a beautiful thing. So it's always fly. goes fly. I love y'all boys. And, yeah, I can't oh, wait right. to turn up tonight, man. We about to get right. right. Mm. Mm.
5: Uh, so uh, I'm going to say it. This might be a little controversial, but uh, I'm retire five because uh Bijan's coming in. Uh- <laughs> <This is funny. laughs> uh, no. I in all seriousness though, um that that's that's my home run tonight. If we're able to land B. John Robinson, I'm over the moon. Um I obviously it's in how we trust. Uh, how we, we've given him a lot of shit over the years for, uh, you know, his ability to draft, but he's honestly, um, he's been strong, uh, in, in years past. And, uh, he's proven to be a guy that we can trust in this sort of scenario. And, uh, he's, he has the assets to make this team, um, that much better. So let's go birds. Uh, look forward to seeing you guys all weekend long and, uh, I'll see you tonight.
3: Uh, just want to add this point. Uh, Bijan said that, uh, He'll take whatever number the Eagles give him. It doesn't matter to him. Um, always thinking, always aware. Um, but, again, uh, we're, we're very aware that uh, it's draft night, it's draft season. It is Howie's time to shine, I think, for all the mistakes. Um, you know, he's learned from a lot of these mistakes, uh, which I'm proud of him. You know, for every bad pick, you know, you get a moment where you get A.J. Brown and a Jordan Davis. Um, you get a Devontae Smith. Um You get a Jalen Hurts in here, um, foreseeing the future. Um, And, again, you have to believe that he's always working. He's always cooking. He's always keeping it spicy. So, Eagle fans, get ready. It's going to be an exciting night. We got two first-round picks. You know, we're not peasants like y'all. The Eagles got (laughs) two first-round picks. So, get ready for the excitement. We'll see you guys soon. As always, fly, Eagles, fly.